Blog Talk Radio. Tony, how you doing? Yeah, I was super fantastic. Every day. <laughs> super fantastic. Wake up, wake up. This is TNT Denar. We've been waiting so long, but we made it this far. If yeah. you're feeling like I'm feeling, you know it's so hard. Gotta keep your head up. Keep your faith in the Lord and we restore the truth. Breaking down the walls, over 10,000 people waiting on the call and when it all coming to reality, it's over with. It's so close, I can feel it like a super hit. You never had it. You keep your head when you cash it. Outlast it. You ain't even got a flash it. How you doing, Tony? I'm super fantastic. Far from past it. Now close your eyes and imagine. Those that been down, bouncing back like elastic. How many really trying to do something that's so drastic? Ask it. If you see another fella of the Denard era of making their life better, yeah. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Let's go. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Let's go. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Triple P Pam known as already blessed. We done heard half the news. We waiting on the rest. We waiting to stress. Remember that we on the same map. Tony and Ray Rand, the brothers on the same path. It's time for a transference of wealth and ain't trying to be left with my life on the shelf. Can't do it by myself. We got to do it together. A life of wealth. We living like to live it forever. Let's go. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Let's go. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. It was all a dream, but now it's a reality. Now it's where it has to be. Just keep your faith and you will see. It's a catastrophe, but just be patient, though. He's incredible how he used the oddest things to bless your soul. TNT, Denard, Tony, Raven, where you at? People waiting on the intel call to hit you back. Raven got the ladies going crazy on the open mic call. Midnight to the break of dawn is going on. Uh. Living in a time where we really know we need it. You gotta believe it, ain't no time to be conceited. It's blessed life, I cherish like the air that I'm breathing. No grieving, listen to the words that I'm speaking. Listen. Lifetime of wealth transferred to the believer. Yeah. Know somebody ready, I can hear it through the speakers. Yeah. IQD reevaluation, waiting with anticipation. I'm patient and impatiently waiting to be patient. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. We got the ladies going crazy on the open mic call. Midnight to the break of dawn is going on. Living in a time where we really know we need it. You gotta believe it, ain't no time to be conceited. This blessed life I cherish like the air that I'm breathing. No grieving, listen to the words that I'm speaking. Lifetime of wealth transferred to the believer. Know somebody ready, I can hear it through the speakers. IQD reevaluation, waiting with anticipation. I'm patient and impatiently waiting to be patient. Let's go. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Let's go. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Let's go. 
To start conference recording, the recording has started. It's time. Welcome to the Information Superstation, TNT. Hosted by that dynamic duel, Tony and Ray Renfro. They're super fantastic and fantabulous, sir, to the nth degree. Bringing you the latest and greatest Iraqi dinar revaluation information from around the globe, east to west. It's the best. So sit back, relax, and get ready to have your mind blown in the TNT Intel Zone. Good afternoon, TNT Super Fantastic Family. Today is Monday, August 30, 2021. Raven98 here, along with. All right, good morning, TNT. It is a marvelous Monday morning. So we can get started. All right, Ray, do you have a weekend party or not? No weekend party, but we do have a, an update for this morning. Okay, let's do it. The foreign minister is saying that after the conference this weekend, Iraq is now proclaimed as an investment opportunity. Several international countries are now seeing the success of the summit and are calling for Iraq and the CBI to take needed actions to secure Iraq's status in the international world. Okay, which means they had a party even if we didn't. They were excited, and they continue to be excited this morning, right? Believe so. Sure sounds like it. Oh, okay. (laughs) All right, guys. Yes, all the news is good coming out of Iraq. If all they're talking about is the summit, how they're going to be leading the region, they're back to the position of prominence. They're right now. Now that they are part of the international community, once again, all the protests and things we wanted to hear or they wanted to hear about their country. They didn't say they changed the rate yet, but they are still talking about the budget, saying that the 22 budget will not be approved. It has both. Soon they're going to submit it before the election was submitted to the House. Finance committee is coming out saying the 22 budget won't be approved until the middle of next year, but it will have everything that we're looking for. The reforms will be in there, exchange rate be in there, everything else. Not saying that it won't be in the 21 budget. So um, announcement again today that the 21 budget, the 12 paragraphs, should be reviewed. It says the first of next September, which we know is like Thursday, I think, today, Monday, Wednesday, the first of September. Don't expect it on the first day, but the first part of September. They're going to review it again. But it also stresses it does not have to be done, completed, or just at all for the 21 budget to be released. It says that right there in the paragraph. It doesn't have to. They're just choosing not to do it right now until then. But who knows what will happen. All right? Um, banks are not on the verge of jumping up and down, celebrating and partying. 
They are not they are not moving. Even though they scheduled appointments for tomorrow, they are not excited today. And we got that right from the banks. Because they're not bringing people in. They didn't put them on standby. They didn't put them on two hours notice or anything. But they said on Friday when they were making appointments for Tuesday, if we have to push them out, we will. And that's what it's looking like to them right now. Nobody's excited. I didn't get anything from the Treasury. Uh, Iraq is still excited. They thought it could still happen by Tuesday, which it still can't. I mean, uh, they could surprise us all because everything is done. Everybody agreed. They were just, I mean, giddy about Saturday, what happened all day, agreements that were made that were publicized, everything else. So they know they're right on the verge of this happening. One thing I did check, and I wanted to make sure, even though the bank told us they did not see the them when they were running their practice, or all they saw was 2009, doesn't mean anything for two reasons, guys. And I was telling you. One thing you can count on me to do and giving you what I got. So <laughs> I will tell you, the good, bad, and the ugly, uh, and the great. So even though they didn't see it, didn't make it permanent law, anything else, because we know for years they've been telling us they're going to take it, they're going to exchange it, even though for years the committee member is saying they will not take it and it will not be exchanged. And we've been waiting to see which way it goes. What I do know is the people who already got paid, the people who got SKRs, the people who got advances, that I know of, it all included Zizim. All of it. You know, we verified that over the weekend and this morning. It, it all included Zizim, not just Zizim, but the 2008 Zizim. <laughs> so we're out to make sure. So there's going to be some changes made. It's going to be made. But up to this point, people who have gotten paid, it was, in fact, included. But we knew that before. Even when the committee members were telling us they were going to take it back or that it's not going to go through, we know they were doing it. And we verified that. So so let me say one other thing before we even get started. Guys, after every call or during the call, I'm answering every question I can for people who come on and ask questions. Now, if you don't think you can get on the call, then send the questions in to Ray so he can go through them. I'd rather answer 20 questions like that than have 50 people calling me after the call, everybody wanting me to explain it to them and really tell them why I didn't work, do this, and everybody saying, well, I wanted to ask this on the call, but I didn't. Okay, but it's easier because I can answer to everybody instead of everybody wanting an individual consultation about the Zim or about the bank or about whatever it is. Ask the question on the call so everyone can get educated. It help me. So please help me is what I'm asking. All right, Ray, let's do it. All right. Uh -huh. 
you need to learn how to say no. Thought you were gone. Yeah. No, I'm thinking if I was going to say what I said, but you need to learn how to say no. All right, moving right along. Let's see, lady in waiting was that was his end question. He just answered that. Murphy one ninety nine says, Can you please explain who Texas is? Texas is those uh people with the eighth grade education that live in Texas. We need to explain who Texas is. The the banks in Texas is what I'm saying. We the servers in Texas. The guy who created this is in Texas. Let me explain who Texas is. It's the state of Texas and what's happening there. That's all. It's not any one individual in Texas who is making sense. I don't understand the question. What's okay. Life Be Perfect says, please elaborate on insider trading currencies. I don't know anything about insider trading. I'm not in any company bank position or anywhere to give away any information. I don't know. Now, during Friday's test run, and they were asking questions, I had some people who felt uncomfortable because they were asking them who told them about it, how did they find out where to get the information. And I said, well, they're probably looking for inside their trading. Did somebody in the bank let this slip out? Somebody else, because you guys weren't supposed to know about this. Uh, a lot of things. So, um, inside the trading is basically, if you Google it, it gives you a whole lot of information, guys. Google inside the trading. It's somebody who knows something that's going to happen in the future which is not supposed to be exposed to the public, and they pass that information on, and somebody makes a whole bunch of money off of it. Insider trading. But it's someone who is involved in the process or involved in one of the companies or businesses that the action is occurring in. Well, I'm going to take that back. You better call a, a SEC or SEC or the FBI, because insider trading could be Ray telling me about some company in, in Raleigh that his neighbor told him about to get ready to go up by $5. But if Ray passed that information on to me, he got him to find that company that's still insider trading, and we could all still be punished for it. Anyway, Google it. Right? Right. Benson says, I'm in a private program and also exchanging at the bank. I'm thinking about using my private exchange as a bargaining tool in my negotiation with the bank, as I will be depositing all my money in my trust account at said bank. Your thoughts on this would be appreciated. Well, my thoughts are as always. Nothing beats a failure but a try. <laughs> okay? Try it, see if they go with it. But what they're going to be doing is making deals 
making decisions, everything based on what is in front of them right then. Because you can say, hey, I'm doing a group exchange and I got another $2 billion that I'll put over here. doesn't mean you will because things change every day, every hour. I don't even know, especially if, here, if you're ever even going to see any of that group money. I don't know when it pays out, how much that paymaster is going to actually decide to give you, or if you're getting any of it at all, if somebody files a lawsuit against the whole group. So I'm not making a deal based on what might happen over there. I'm making my deal based on what's in front of me right now. And being who those three people are, that's probably what they're going to make their deal in. But I started this answer with nothing beats a failure but a try. All right? All right. What's next? Lulu's 89 says, can the banker choose not to give the person, a person, excuse me, the contract rate? Absolutely. That, that's who's going to make the decision if you're getting it or not, is the banker. So suppose it's supposed to be done if you ask for it, but if a banker's looking at it, and, and I've told you this before, if they think you're just going to go out and blow the money, they're going to save it and give it to somebody who's going to do business with them because that's who they want to have it. I can't look at every individual case, treasury, nobody else, because we're not in that person's head. We can't say they did give it to you or didn't give it to you for the reason, but I am telling you what they're being trained on and what they're being told on so you know what to do or told to do. So you'll know how to respond when you go in there. All right. Lucky twenty six says, Do you think the forty seven cent dong rate will float? Yes. I do. Because of the market, because we're all in there, and because some of us will try to double dip even the dong, because if you put enough money in it. As you guys will go on Forex and see, or hopefully you guys have been looking at and learning throughout all these years, one penny could be millions of dollars. If it goes up one penny, could mean millions of dollars to you, depending on how you invest it and what you do. All right? Now, Annie Oakley, you get a strike one. That's enough of a question about something you Uh-oh. got from some other gurus. So we're going to move on to the board and talk to some live individuals. 404, Eric Cope, you're on. Hi, Tony, and you hi, know, Ray. Hold on, hold on. Wait a minute, 404, because I want to make sure Ray understands. Do you know who Annie Oakley is? Nope. Okay, the person so that just got a strike one, that's who she is. <laughs> she was one of the best females back in the Westerns with her two six guns. So you better okay. Be careful. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay, 404. I'm sorry. Good morning. How are you? No problem. Did you have a I am doing fine. Hope all well with the two of you. Um, just a, a couple of, of questions here. Um, in your opening commentary, uh, Tony, you were talking about the banks and the appointments. 
And again, um, I, my apologies because I, I can't read my writing here. Uh, that's the problems for for being in this so long and the scribbling. But did you say that the appointments have been made by the banks for Tuesday, or are they being made, as in currently going ongoing for for Tuesday, tomorrow? No, they made the appointments on Friday to exchange okay. people starting tomorrow. Uh, and those were the people who they had already brought in, who had been on the list, and who were part of the um, the test that they did on Friday. They made appointments for them for Tuesday to actually go okay. through. So it's not like they are, are still doing it as we speak. It's like they, they did it over uh, on Friday and it came to a, a standstill, but that the appointments are still there potentially for tomorrow. Uh, I think the appointments are still there because they didn't say they were canceled. They just said, we're not gearing up to do anything tomorrow. And like right. I said, that could change this afternoon. Or it could change tomorrow morning. But even on Friday, they told them when they made the appointments, if it doesn't happen on Tuesday, we're still just going to push it back to within because we want, you want guys to be the first ones to go through. So they know that. Okay. Uh, I've been been curious um, as well, a slight change of, of topic here. Um, certainly uh, our, our sadness for, for the folks in, in New Orleans and, and Louisiana with the impact of the, the hurricane. But, you know, you always talk about going back to Texas, that we don't do anything unless Texas is there. If New Orleans is under the, the problem of no electricity and, and the problems that they have, is there a potential that that would delay things because they can't go and therefore the rest of us can't go until those folks are ready? Is that any no. possibility? No. No. Just like uh, Ray explained on Friday, they're still in zone six. Even though okay. they can't go right there, they can still go within their zone. And actually, people be more... I don't know, willing or wanting or needing to go. I would say right now, go get that money so you can take care of yourself, do the things you need to do. So it, it, I don't think it would ever deter us from going. If anything, it's a better reason for us to go. When I say we can't go without Texas, we can't go without California. We can't go without New York. We can't go without Florida. So if everybody else is ready to go, Texas just isn't. And they're not right. pretending to be ready to go. Is why I say we can't go without Texas. We're not going to go without them, but we're not going to go without any other state. We're all going together. That that was just a clarification and verification. And I appreciate that as well. Lastly, um, of course, I've been been watching and reading all of the various things that have been posted about uh, the uh, feedback on on their conference over the the weekend. Uh, what are your folks saying uh, for the last 24 hours plus, the Prime Minister of Iraq's website has been down, service unavailable sort of thing. Are they saying that there may be something going on behind the curtain and that things could be coming back in the celebratory sort of way when it finally does come back on? Because I would have thought he would have been really extolling all of the things happening at, at the conference um, but there hasn't been anything posted there for 24 hours plus. 
Well, I don't know. There's articles out today about the conference, what was accomplished, agreements, and the fact that they're seeing Iraq is now open up internationally to all the countries and agreements and things are done. So I don't know about his individual site. The people in Iraq, again, are looking at the articles with the ministers coming out, the finance minister, everything, saying it's time to do the Lord the noms, make them um, digital, and it's time to bring them out. The bankers are telling the people that, and that's what they're talking about on the streets, is the Lord the noms, the fields, everything right. else. So all the conversation is going in the right way behind scenes. And we just have to see if tomorrow's our day, the first part of September is our time. Uh, again, they talked about the budget items and the fact that it's not being done, but it's not required. And it's specifically right. putting that right. in there every time. It's not required for the 21 budget because everything else can still happen. So. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Good. Well, that that's what was the thing, you know, it's just in everywhere you look in, in terms of the, the news media over there, they're talking about all of the, the advancements that have been made in that conference. And so I've been just kind of like, well, why isn't the prime minister himself, you know, extolling all of that? Because he certainly had a lot of things over the weekend while the conference was going on. And then to suddenly go silent uh, just seemed to be a little bit of an oddity. So I was curious on, on that. So, well, I always do my math. Ten days from whenever this happens, we know that that's when our TNT Super Fantastic or Pay It Forward project will be. And at this point, I guess it'll be, I would hope, a safe bet that it's going to be sometime in September. That would be great. And we appreciate it. And thanks again for your tenacity through this. Have a great day. All right. Thank you. You too. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. 754, area code. You are on. Well, good morning, Tony, and good afternoon, Ray, from steamy, hot South Florida. Um, It was a a really great information weekend, and I also want to say to the people in New Orleans and Baton Rouge, I hope you're all safe and that you're surviving this hurricane. I know they have no electricity whatsoever there. But you're all welcome to come to Florida and do your exchanges um, since we're in the same zone. And, um, Ray, my first question is for you. Years ago, I signed up with you to do one of those seminars that you were talking about across the country, and one was going to be in Florida. Are you still planning on those original seminars that we signed up for? The um, banking seminars, okay. With the bank, yes. Yes. But you're uh, not they, signed up for be, it, though. I'm sorry, what? What you were doing at that time, you were expressing an interest so that the right. person setting up that area would have an idea of, of the type of facility to secure. But no one is Correct. signed up for it. So we want, just want to make well, sure that's that someone's thinking. Well, that's what I thinking. meant. Um, are okay. you going, is it going to be the same type and in the same areas? Yes. Yes. Okay. All right. Uh, my next one is just a little statement. If people are unsure what insider trading is, I spent years in the business. Just look up Martha Stewart. She went to jail for it. Whoa. So it's pretty self-explanatory <laughs> right there, along with a lot of people in our government who did insider trading over the years and made money and now been outlawed. Um, 
Tony, my next question is. Well, okay, wait, the hold on, wait, wait. Yep. Okay, hold your question because you know what it is. So I want to say something. First of all, right. guys, maybe I shouldn't even brought up inside the trading while she was asking. But look it up because once you get your money, there's a pretty, pretty good chance a lot of you will be in that gray area if not crossing that line <laughs> as this thing starts to go on. So make sure you, in fact, look it up and know what you're doing because I know the greed factor is going to kick in, but there's going to be a lot of new opportunities. And what you don't want to get caught up in is somebody got information from the wrong source passed along to you. You want to line because that's what they're going to look at and see who right. made well, the most money why and, and they will come and ask you those very same questions. Okay. Right, and that's where you and the right. person who gave you the information both go to jail. That's why IPOs. That's right, you do. So you have to IPOs. know where to get it from. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, my All next right, so one the other the thing was, of, hold on. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait for you to ask your question. Okay. So, right. Ray, going back to the banking thing so everybody understands. Those are the 13 seminars of 13 people who G-Man is talking about every time when he does his thing, right? That's who he's right. talking about. We're putting on the yes. banking presentation. All right. Right. So those are all going to be on the same day, different days. And I know you said you're not actually attending, but there's people in 13 areas who are going to set them up, right? Can you explain that a little right. bit? Right. It's, it's just banking seminars where a banking person is going to come and answer every question under the sun that people could possibly have about banking, exchanging products, insurance, protection. So we picked 13 cities across the United States to host those in with the plan to try to have them all around the exact same time or at least within the same week. Okay. And each if each area has the same set of questions that we're going to ask, right? And there's okay. multiple gonna... banks at each one of them. No, just one. There's one well, bank. I think one or two of them are are doing two banks, but they're doing two different sessions: a morning session and an evening session. So they're involving two different banks in that geographical location. But at the actual seminar, it be one bank being represented to answer um, all the questions of what they offer product-wise. Okay. And this is set up after the RV. Uh, you're setting up a separate page, something. How do they know where the 13 locations and who they're supposed to contact? You're going to put yeah, all, all that, that on, right? That whole registration process, it'll, it'll, it'll be on the web page, right on the front page of the website. All right. All right. Okay, now, my Mary, next, your next question, question is for you, Tony. <laughs> in the okay. beginning when you were talking about the Zim, it got a little muffled on my side. Are you saying that when we go in, we should bring our 2008 with us? And if so, are they going to check to see right then and there, or do they want us to leave it with them? And if we leave it with them and it's not acceptable, then what happens? So what's the process with that? What what I'm saying I'm going to do, and what most people do, is take my Zim with me 
make it part of my transaction because they're going to tell me yes or no right then. Not leaving anything they're not paying me for. Okay? So either they're going to do it or they won't. It'll be live that time, 2008 and, and on. So I wouldn't leave it home say, oh, I'll bring it back and we'll negotiate again. When I go to my meeting, I'm taking everything I have. We're sitting down. Either you're going to take it or you're not. And if you're not, I'm putting it back in my pocket and it's going back home with me. I'm not leaving it because you might do it in the next hour or you might do it tomorrow. I'm not leaving my currency unless it's signed for with a rate included in my process. That's just me. Okay. I just, that's what I thought, but I wanted to clear it up because I didn't hear it that clearly. I read that um, the United States, France, they announced that they weren't going to abandon Iraq and abandon Kurdistan. So can we safely assume or know that the problems that are going on in Afghanistan now, we don't have to worry about that happening in Iraq? We can. The U.S. was never going to abandon Iraq. They were never going to leave Iraq. They just like to rename the soldiers that are there. But they're going to be there because we're too invested in Iraq. If we were invested in Afghanistan, had the same currencies, opportunity, everything else, we wouldn't have left them because it would have been way too much money just to leave them. But there was no investment there economically, so there's no reason to continue leaving soldiers. France has come out. Their president said, regardless of what the U.S. does, whether they stay, leave, or do flips up and down, we are going to stay in Iraq and support your country. That's what he said. So without confidence, China is going to be there to support them. So they're going to have international troops, even if they're all just there as advisors, as they said. So we don't expect to see what's in Afghanistan. The U.S. came out and said, we're going to stay because ISIS is back on the rise. Going down your energy towers, when we clearly know, everybody knows it's really Iran doing it, but they're saying, we're going to stay. And after this happens, we're going to make sure it doesn't. Iraq has put their own forces around each one of those towers now, but the U.S. is going to be there. They said their relationship with Kurdistan is not going to change, period. Regardless of what Baghdad does, says anything else, our relationship with Kurdistan stays the same. We're going to support the Peshmerga, their military. We're going to give them equipment, everything, just like we were. No changes. So we should okay. not see a repeat of Afghanistan. Okay. Um, to the banks in Texas, um, they're talking about a meeting in September, and I'm tying this into the 2022 budget. I read today that the 2022 budget is complete and ready to go to be voted on. If the 2022 budget is completed already and the 2021 budget um, has the rate in it also, doesn't it stand to reason that we should go forward 
without the 10 paragraphs? And what meeting is Texas waiting for next month to happen? Okay. First of all, the draft of the 22 budget is completed, and it will right. be submitted to the House, so not the budget itself. Now, they're saying there is not enough time for them to go through, make all the changes, argue, fuss, and fight before the election, which means this government has no decision. It's going to have to wait for the next government to be approved. So today when they say, hey, the 22 budget will be middle of next year, because they know it's going to take four or five months just to get the government, the next government up to next year. And then they get the budget. Then they have to approve it, everything else. So while it's going to be a great budget, the number is $50 per barrel, you're allocating all the money, you know, today, hey, if it doesn't get done, which it absolutely will not, we will go to the 112 system just like we've been doing, of whatever we think the budget was, or it actually says of the 21 budget. We're going to use 112 every month, just like that, just like they're operating right now of the 2020 budget which is okay. That's what they decided to do as long as they change the rate. But the rate change is in the 21 budget, and that's still what we're concerned with. Just open that budget up. That could happen at the end of this week. It could happen the first part of next week. They said the first of September, first part of September. They do the 12 paragraphs because they're saying that's the only thing that's holding them from opening the budget right now is a 12 paragraph. Even though it's not required, they're using it as an excuse not to open the budget. So we're there. What Texas is waiting for is they said the 16th is when they're supposed to get their next update, not when it's supposed to go, when they get their next update. Why would they get it on the 16th? Because they're allowing time for that budget to go through, for that to happen, and then say, this is where we are and let's go. That's what they're thinking. That's why they would set it at the 16th, because everything with the budget is supposed to be completed by then. Okay, that's a good date, but does that mean it can't happen on the 1st? Yes, it can. Or on the 5th, or on the 6th, or any time in between when we're getting ready to go? They can set the date out there. That's where it should be. But it could happen at any time. So is that update they're waiting for from the Treasury? Is that what they're waiting to hear from? Or is or does it have to do with the budget or does it have to do with the CBI? What update are they, are they actually waiting for? No, I don't know what they're waiting for. I said that's when they're going to update their people. I don't know what they're waiting okay. for. They're still waiting for the Treasury to say go. So but they told their people, you'll get your next update on the 16th as to when we might actually go. Okay. All right. Well, let's hope it's this okay. week because yesterday I found the house I want to build and the prop- property, and I sure as heck would like to be able to give them a down payment. So hopefully this okay. is our week of wealth, and thank you very much. And if we hear nothing by tomorrow, we'll be back on Wednesday. Thank you again. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. Thank you.
281, area code, you were on. Well, hey, Tony. Hey, Ray. How you guys doing today? I'm fantabulous, sir, to the nth degree. And yourself. Hey. I'm good. You might want to hang up, because ain't nobody paid for you to be on this call today. Bye. I don't do better. (laughs) With your uh, this morning. I ain't been over here in two weeks, and there you go. So, okay. So, I have some questions today. Can you believe it? All right, then. Yeah, but not yeah. two weeks worth. <laughs> <laughs> so, let me see. Now, everything that went on this weekend in Iraq was obviously positive because we're seeing the articles as to the results that stemmed from that. So, Mr. Tony, in your opinion, do you feel that that's pretty much an announcement? Because I know we kind of been sort of waiting kind of like on an announcement in a way. Would that, in a way, be one, you think, in your opinion, how well that went? And not I, I, okay. So, two things. So I'll explain to you. And I'm going to say it slowly so you can understand it. Okay? Not loudly, but slowly so you can understand it. I ain't fooling with you. You call Ray Mr. Ray because he's Uh older than you. You don't call me Mr. Tony because I'm younger than you. You understand that? You say Tony. (laughs) You've been drinking. Yes, I I think they made a bunch of announcements saying we're back, we're here, I kind of going for, and they've explained it to the whole world. These are the things we need to do in order for it to happen. Does it say, hey, we're going to change our rate tomorrow? No, it doesn't say that because they're never going to say that. But common sense says all these people promising to do all these things for you, they're not doing it without getting something in return. Right. What they're looking for is that rate and that wealth, you know, not at the current rate that you are now, which is worthless currency. The fact that there's more articles saying, okay, it's time to put the lower denoms out, whether it's digitally or whatever. It was time you know, to educate the people with everything they've been doing and they put out that information. Clearly, the people in the know, which would Mm -hmm. be insider trading, know exactly what's going to happen and when, and I'm sure they discussed it not only on Saturday, but Thursday through Sunday in Wyoming was the biggest or best-kept secret out of all of them. Okay. So... Um, on the race and the person that will be sitting across from us in the bank that will be making the decision to determine the rate they're going to give us, whether it's low or high. Now, we know that it, the decision will be made by them on how high of a rate we get, depending on how much we have and what we say. But for those of us that does not have a whole lot, and may not have negotiated very well, how low of a rate can they give you? Say, for instance, if the DOM is coming out at $0.47, cents, 
can it go lower? It can't than go below forty fifty. No, it can't go lower than the four X rate. So you're either going to get okay. the international rate, or you're going to get more. But everybody's going to get the international rate. Mhm. But there is still uh, a negotiation. Okay, minimum. Uh, huh? What'd you say? Everybody's going to get minimum of the international rate. A minimum. Minimum. Okay. Mhm. So there's not a negotiation uh, between what do we call it, Miss the King? The King is there. King, I think we've discussed this before. If it's forty-seven cents, that doesn't mean we're going to get exactly forty-seven cents, right? There's some type of negotiation in there. Um, what do we call it? A difference. So between, difference between the buy and the sell rate. You're going to have that to deal yeah. with. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So. So, so they still may give us a little bit lower than whatever the the minimum is. Then, well, if I, the buy rate is forty seven cents, yes, when you sell, you're going to get less because that's how they make okay. their money. Okay. Mhm. Yeah. I, I think a lot of people need to keep that in mind as well. So, okay. Well, I'm hoping that they do it for them. I, I did hear you say something about that earlier in the call, um, and I'm assuming those people, like you said, that have already made or signed contracts or SKRs and all of that, they're pretty much locked in. So that would be interesting. Not they've locked it, that agreement in, and then get here and say they they can't do it. I'm wondering. How would that go over? They would they would just lose out, I guess, if they didn't accept it. Well, listen, they've already made agreements with these people. This is what I'm going to pay you. So first mm-hmm. of all, if they come back and say, "Hey, I know I was going to give you two billion for this them, but now it's worthless, so I can't," I'll be. Like, Wait a minute, you only gave me. $4 on my dawn because you told me you was going to give me this. You only gave me $22 on my dinar because so, you told me you were going to give me this. So now, as far as I'm concerned, you're not living up to your part of it. We have to renegotiate this part of it. Because uh-huh. now yep. I'm looking for a higher rate because you didn't live up to your commitment or your deal. That makes sense. Uh, that's yep. just my approach. Okay. Yeah, that's probably what I would do too, or say, or whatever. Well, I'm hoping they accept it. We'll see when we get there. So, uh, my last question is: so, if tomorrow does not pan out for those that they were expecting to bring in, then then obviously that means something has changed between Friday and tomorrow. With the direction of where we thought we were going. You think? Well, this is what it means. On all of last week, the Treasury, the banks, everybody said by the end of the month. By the end of the month, mm-hmm. we should be done. This should be over. This should be live, even our rep. Which means mm-hmm. between Friday evening and Tuesday morning, yes, something changed. Whether that was Saturday after they came out of the meeting, whether it was in Jackson Hole, wherever it is, somebody said, okay, let's not do it on Tuesday. Let's do it on mm-hmm. another day instead. 
They haven't told us that yet. So we don't yeah. know. When the information right. comes out, we will. But obviously, since everybody was by the end of the month, if it doesn't happen tomorrow, yes, yeah, something changed, some agreement changed, somebody wanted something else. I don't know what it was, but we'll see from there. Yeah. Okay, well, thank, thank you, guys. I hope y'all get some information this evening, and maybe tomorrow we can get an update or something. Hey. Okay. Right. Yep. Take care. Have a good day. Also, all right. Bye-bye. Have a great day. 360, area code, you are on. Morning, Tony. Good afternoon, Ray. It's Walt. Greetings, sir. Tony. Hey, how you doing, man? You there. <laughs>
Right. Okay. Um, last question. Any <laughs> for for whoever it was that called you with a vendetta against me. Um, <laughs> the, <laughs> um, during these these um, financial talks this past weekend in Baghdad, any missiles fired? No. Uh, all the good news that came out was good. I mean, was, and all the news that came out was good. Everybody supporting, everybody seeing how important Iraq is, um, and everybody declaring that, you know, they're going to partner with them in, in, uh, in the reforms, in the white paper. So there, there was no negative at all. It really was a, a good conference for Iraq because it made them look important, made it look like everybody's participating. But the best thing about the conference, I think, is the people that attended. Because I'm saying these people, you know, you know, you have seven, eight residents in there that just about your country all together. When their G7 is doing something globally or that, but this is supposedly all about Iraq and the number of people that attended and who they were. Uh, I think they said it was historic for them, and I think it was historic for what we're looking for. At this, you know, something like it would happen right as the final piece. I would think. Sure, sure. Okay, well, um, not that I feel like I've been intimidated out of this, but I'll get off because I know I haven't been on for 20 minutes. And uh, I'll leave you with that old <laughs> saying that. Mm. And, and this, well, this includes a, a wide. Let me say this before you do, so you be last. That's why I was thinking. I don't know if I should tell them or not, but I did. But I appreciate you on the call. I appreciate the question, and I think it helps everybody. So, anybody, it was, I no, thought no. it was more funny than anything. So I thought it was funny. I I, yeah. uh, I, I appreciate that, Tony, and and I um, I feel vindicated. And uh, that's a, it's always mm-hmm. a good feeling to feel vindicated. So um, I'll Don't leave everybody with feels my old thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I was a sign of silence with agreement. <laughs> I asked him if he didn't want to know if I felt the same way. Oh, <laughs> oh well, I, uh, I, I do. I, I, <laughs> I'm a, I'm a, uh, God, now I feel like a president. Um, anyway, <laughs> um, old thing: politicians, fishermen, and bankers. Mm-hmm. If their lips are moving, they're lying. Anyway, that was just an old thing. Wait, well, wait, so, one, one more thing. Let me say this before you go, though. See, I'm going to keep you on okay. for 20 minutes. Anyway, um, <laughs> come on. They did come out with an article talking about Maliki being prime minister again. And in the article, it states that the U.S. has cleared the way for him to be prime minister again. So they said they had no disagreement, or the Biden administration had no disagreement with him being prime minister again, which doesn't make sense to you and me. But as we know, this morning and yesterday, the guard came out, oh, I think I think that's right, uh, Al-Kazini uh, agreed to his terms, but came out and said he is going to run, so he will be in the voting, 
And with that, people have determined that Maliki has no chance of being the prime minister, but Sadar has a greater chance if he chooses to run. So, surprised you didn't see that, but I wanted to know. It got me because they said the Biden administration has already said they have no problem with Maliki being prime minister again. It's made no sense to me at all. But oh, that's man. what it is. Uh, well, I get, man, am I fall in line with anything else that doesn't make sense? But um, yeah, I uh, I appreciate that, Tony and uh, and and Ray and Tony. Thank you very much. And yes, sir. Uh, I'll get out of the line of fire. Thanks a lot. Okay. All right. Take care. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. All right. 512, area code. You are on. Hello, guys. How are you today? Hi there. Fantabulous, sir. Fantabulous. And yourself. Super fantastic. Tony, I was just uh, trying to, I guess, get some clarification on like the budgets when they release or open their budget there has to be a new rate executed in each of them and i'm just kind of going back to like they had the 2019 budget ready and then the they had to prepare the 2020 budget do those previous budgets become obsolete or basically in the end they all becoming like all inclusive. Well, I think they all become all inclusive once they they open one. But you gotta remember every year so far, even they passed a budget, it, they just haven't opened the budget. It's never actually gone through. That's what we're looking for to they always have a budget. And then they always decide they're going to do it at one twelfth or the last three months, this much, that much, whatever it has been. But they've never really opened the budget to, you know, the new rate or rate at all. So this rate in the 21 budget, there was a rate in the 2020 budget. But we just never got the rate because they didn't open it. This time they oh. were supposed to actually do it. So now they're doing the same thing again. With the 22 budget, well, it's going to have this. It's going to have all these surprises and things. But they're in the 21 budget. So this is what happens. you got to look at it. The vote is in October. You're seeing right. they're going to do everything that they said they're going to do so they don't have what happened last October and November or 2019 when the people took to the streets. Because they're not going right. to take this again. Al-Kazimi did everything. He has an article out today saying, look, I told you I was going to do. This is what I did. We've done everything that we did, changed the laws, changed the banking system, put you in position. We're going to have the early elections. We stopped some of the corruption at all. Now it's up to you, the people, to vote in the right person to complete everything that I have set in motion. Now, all these other countries are saying the same thing. You got it right there at the line. They need to put the right person in to carry it on for the next five years because that's where the real, you know, tires meet the street. That's all. That's where the real action is going to take place over the next five years. 
But they set the budget, and that's why they can come out with the statements that they did that the budget won't change for five more years, or the rate, the exchange rate won't change for five more years because it's sitting there, and that's what they're basing everything they're saying on, that new 371 oh. rate or higher as it goes up. And before, they could only change it 2% every 90 days, and now they're talking about they will have the ability to change it up to 5% if they need to, but that's it. So everything is in place. It just has to go. Our question is, is it before the election or after the election? Right now, everybody's saying before the election. Uh, will it push anybody through? No, because Alcazini's not really running. Because everybody's using it as propaganda that if they get elected, they're going to change the exchange rate. And I think when the rate out before then, that takes all of that away. And that's what I'm hoping happens. We'll see. Oh, okay. And when you guys just mentioned that there's going to be the difference between the buy and sell rate, what is the rate shows up on the 4X considered? That's just an exchange rate? Is that no, that's well, an exchange rate, but it's usually the buy rate. And so there's, it's going to be a difference between what we see on 4X versus what they might tell us the buy rate is once we get to the exchange center? Yeah, if you look on it right now, there's a buy and sell rate for the zone, okay, okay. in most instances. So if we go on Forex and they say it comes out at 47 cents, then that's the buy rate. The sale rate may be 38 cents. I don't know. And then it varies depending on which bank you go to. But we'll right? be able yeah, to see probably won't be. It probably won't be, I mean, that much difference, not 47 to 38. It could be 44 cents or 44.6 or something like that. But, yes, it's a lower rate because the bank oh. has to make their cut. Okay, and they'll let us know that once we get there. Actually, two things happen. Once it's on 4X, every bank has an 800 number you can call. They'll just give you the rate over the phone because they change their rates. Most banks change it the first thing in the morning, and regardless of what's happening on 4X, that's their rate for the day. So you can know whether you're going there at 9 o'clock, 11 o'clock, or 2 in the afternoon, they have set the rate for the day. A few banks will change morning and afternoon, but most don't. So you want to see that first, and then that should go in. So you'll know what the rates are, what the difference is, if you're looking for the 4X rate. If you're looking to negotiate, that's something different. Gotcha. Uh, Let's see. Ray, I guess this question is for you. You guys mentioned banking seminars. And they were talking about some some of the original geographical locations. Are the original locations that you guys mentioned located somewhere in the forum? No, not at the moment. Oh, a new person. Oh, okay. Yeah, but they'll be posted when it's when it's time. Um, I don't have that list in front of me right now, but it, major cities we're posting them in major cities. Oh, okay. And then one more it'll, question. It'll be on the screen. Yes. Ray, you had given us a homework assignment. I guess my question to you is, in preparation for 
uh, I guess, the seminars about the employee benefits. Are you going to help us narrow the focus since there seems to be a whole lot of them? <laughs> sure. When you're doing the training? Oh, okay. You know, I, I thought I was going to do that Sunday on the rap session, but none of them wanted to talk about it. So I said, well, I guess they got it all down pat. How they want to do it? You know, those that were on Sunday's rap session. Oh, okay. No, I was When you want to try to train that. and help folks, you can't make them speak up. So, But that was part of that goal was to help ex- explain some of that then and ex- expound on it. But, yeah, we'll get it for those that, that want, oh. want it, the education on it. Oh, okay. Well, those were my questions. I appreciate you guys answering the questions. So you guys have a good one, and I guess we'll be back on Wednesday. Well, yes, all right. Thank Wednesday. you. Okay. Thank you. Bye. Six one zero area code. You are on. Hey. Good afternoon, Ray. Hey. Good morning, Tony. It is G Man MPA. Greetings, greetings. Hey, man, how you doing? Doing super fantastic, er, gentlemen. It's another dynamite day here in the USA. A long version here. Ladies and gentlemen, for all of you who are new to the call and all of you who didn't know, all these calls and all the means of communication that Ray and Tony use to keep us informed need to be paid for. And it's up to all of us out here in the currency community to make donations in order to keep this information superstation on the air. You can help by going to www.tntsuperfantastic.com, clicking on that red donate button. And when you do, the name and address will come up to where you can send your checks and money orders made payable to Raymond Renfro, P.O. Box 1748. Elm City, that's just like the tree. Elm City, North Carolina, 27822. And when you're making out your send money orders, ladies and gentlemen, please remember to make them payable to Raymond Renfro. For those of you who'd like to donate electronically, we're utilizing the Venmo app to do that. When you go into the Venmo app, click on the business profile. And in the business profile, type in, in all capital letters, PNT, hit the space bar once, and in all capital letters, the word super fantastic. Again, to donate electronically, we're utilizing the Venmo app to do that. When you go into the Venmo app, click on the business profile. And in the business profile, type in, in all capital letters, PNT, hit the space bar once, And in all capital letters, the word super fantastic. And your donations will go through electronically. Remember to do it today, ladies and gentlemen. You'll be very, very glad that you did. And when you are sending in your donations, please remember to include your phone number. That way it will make it easier for Ray to track those donations as they come in. As always, Ray and Tony, thank you for all you continue to do for us. Thank you to both of your families, again, for continuing to share you with us. Thank you to those 13 task force members still out there, making sure that the bankers and meeting facilities are going to be available for us post-RV so we can get all of that banking information. And as Ray has taught us, remember, verification, negotiation, diversification, protect 
your principle. KYW, know your worth. And Vegas, Vegas, Vegas. And rally, rally, rally. So I can come join you and enjoy some of that good home style North Carolina barbecue. Thank you, gentlemen. Make it a dynamite the rest of the day. All right, sir. All thank right, you very thank much. you, sir. We appreciate it. All right. All right. You're very welcome. Let's see. That takes us to 972. You are on. Here, fellas. I'm having trouble with my hey. new truck, Willie, here. Won't cooperate. You're coming in oh, now. Okay. <laughs> but I'm going to turn that off and uh, see if I can stay with you a little bit. Um, good news. My goodness, every day seems to be a little bit better. You had mentioned last week the fills, or last, uh, yeah, last week. The fills had been released to the marketplace. That was Tuesday, Wednesday. Is that, is that, no, that was Friday. That? Okay. Seems that was like Friday. Before then, but yeah, that's great. Uh, that's fine. Uh, what is... What are the ramifications? I'm thinking of I bought my dinar at 1170 for the dollar, 1170 dinar, and now that's divided by a thousand, and that makes sense in the marketplace. Help me here. You said, does that make sense in the marketplace? Yeah. No, I don't. I, they're not using the field. I think they're just introducing the field to them and putting them out there so they will be out there when it happens, is my understanding. Okay. So there's still no value to them until the rate changes. Okay. All right. Well, I was taking that as an encouraging point. It's at least a point of progress. They're not using it, but they'll be ready to use it when it makes sense, right? Right. Yeah, that's okay. what's encouraging. That sounds good. Yes, sir, it is. Um, yeah, all all sorts of high points today. Uh, you said it's getting better, um, and it's making sense. I've got one thing that doesn't make sense but that I know you can help me with. They, uh, they're still doing um, currency exchange dollar value in country there, and the activity over the weekend uh, reads, uh, interestingly enough, they – Reduced the value to 1400 some weeks back uh, compared to the dollar. And uh, as of this weekend's activity, bank and that sort of thing, from Friday till yesterday, the value, according to the numbers, went down to 1470 plus. So we've, we've lost from that 1400 another 70 points. That means we could buy more dinar if we were so a mind to, but I'm not sure I understand if there's an advantage there. Can you help me? Well, the advantage is you can buy more dinar, okay? So at well, a cheaper rate. Yeah. It's, it's I guess I'm, I That's spoke that wrong. I spoke that wrong. I guess what is the advantage to them if they're continuing to lose more value. I'm assuming that it will be okay. an executive decision that makes sense, but I'm not the executive. How does that make sense? That's right. They changed from 
from 1140 to 1400, from 1450 to 1468, and they kept doing, and the people keep complaining about it, right? They said it didn't get your desired effect by doing that. Because two things, it was supposed to cut off the auction because they were losing money, right? But instead, it made the people lose money of their paychecks, 20%, 25%, and their food and items that they go up went up 20 25%. So they lost almost 50%. But it helped on the import-export. The thing that it did do with them it's helped them build their reserves. The people had to sacrifice and pay for it, but it built their reserves back up to where they wanted to. Gotcha. You guys got to remember, they had $90 billion in reserves. It dropped down to 60 Then when they were at 72 they came out and said, when we get to $80 billion, we can change the exchange rate. We didn't know that's going to take. This was in June. Another month, there were two months. Another four months, because I don't know where they're at right now. But when they right. lower that, the one thing they get out of it is it does increase their reserves. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Well, if anything, that, that makes the most sense. I just could not put it in a category. All right. Well, thank you for that. Let me, uh, let me ask one more question. Uh, earlier in the conversation today, uh, the, the minimal rate, uh, and I believe you all were talking about the dong, was 47 cents, and you elaborated on that a little bit. You had, you had also suggested on a Friday's call that the bank uh, would be paying uh, $2 on a contract rate, and we in the past have talked about volume may increase that to a 6 or 8 or 10 or whatever dollar uh, per dong rate. Are Those were not mentioned today. Are those still part of the, the situation that we will be negotiating with as you understand it yes yes i asked the question yes so when they're saying 47 to two dollars they mean could be the opening rate 47 to two dollars 47 cents to two dollars but the contract rates are still there they're still based on your volume all right okay well i'm content i will be content if it doesn't happen tomorrow but uh, Willie needs to have some assurance that he's going to be able to make that next month's payment. So um, I'm, I'll be looking that direction, knowing you guys are gathering information, and we'll pass it out freely when it makes sense. Right? Okay. Yeah. What what kind of truck is Willie? Is it a dually? Uh, well, <clears throat> it's, it's America's number one selling truck, the F-150. F-150. Okay. You can tell me yeah. that. There you go. All right. No. <laughs> Yeah, well, it's, uh, uh, I'm prepared to change his name from, from uh, Willie Make the oh. Next Payment to uh, the Spare Truck. Yeah, uh, if we uh, get Ooh, rich here. Okay. Uh, I'll just make it the Spare <laughs> Truck. Okay. Hey, you guys are great. Appreciate your help. Talk to you soon. Thank you. All right. Thank you, sir. All right, sir. Thank you. 409 area code, you are on. Yes, good morning and good afternoon. Um, good afternoon. I have, <laughs> I, uh, I tried to get on on Friday, and so I wasn't able to, but, uh, and so you've answered a few of the questions that I had, but um, I have a couple more. I've been doing quite a bit of um, thinking and going over my plan and what I'm going to say. I'm 
I'm a senior citizen. I'm 72, and uh, I don't want to give off the wrong impression when I go in for my exchange. So, um, I mean, I'm not feeble. I'm not, you know what I mean. I'm not ready to go off into a nursing home. So let me ask you this. What do they want to hear? I know the basics about they want me not to be out blowing my money. But as a senior citizen, and there are a lot of us who have this currency, what do they want to hear me say? I know I want generational wealth. But since I'm already towards the end, I don't want them to just write me off, you know. So how, what do they want to hear? Do they want to hear that I'm going to leave 70% of my money there for three years and then my grandson's going to – I mean, what do they want to hear me as a senior citizen say? I'm going to let Ray answer that so y'all can talk senior citizen to senior citizen. And then I'll tell you what I really want to hear. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now listen you still want to say the same thing I think go in there and I, I would say this is what I personally need this is what I want to do towards the future now you got to understand there are people living to be 92 and 92 yes. so you can't be one of those people so don't write Plan yourself off Okay. So I don't want them to write. I me think off. And, yeah. and, look, at that age then all my money just because mine personally, I'm sixty two, you're seventy two. But all of mine is towards the future. It has nothing to do with me today or anything else. And it is generational wealth. So I'm setting it up a long time after I'm gone, it'll still be rotating money and my money making money instead of me having to be here for it. So that's what I would project a long-term plan. In order to do that, even if I say, how much you're going to give me at 30%, how much you're going to give me at 40%, if their number increases, then my number can increase. Why? Because whatever I plan on doing, I can do with 50% or less. Because as long as they're paying me monthly, I'm, I have my money to keep doing the things that I need to do and, and, and project plan. out. So, right. Yeah, and that's the plan I would present to them, you know, because I'm still going to do this with this other money, which is put my money to work. There's no vacation. There's no, you know, going around the world. And guess what? Even if I do, my money is still working because I have a plan for my money. Not necessarily me. But if they see okay. you have a plan, that that's what they're looking for. It's just My not looking for people is, to just, I, I'm going to spend it all tomorrow. No. <laughs> but, but let me ask you this, because I want to, um, I have a particular heart for people who are homeless living in their vehicles, okay? So part of what I want to okay. do is open these safe parking lot type places, you know. And but they they will see that as an expenditure, not not as something that makes them money, right? So do I tell them that that's, kind of that's thing? That's right. Or? Guess what? No, because then I mean, to me, I'm sitting there. Then okay, not all you not going to spend it. You're not going to leave it here where you can make money, but you're going to give it 
away to somebody <laughs> who don't even know what to do with the money. <laughs> okay. okay. So now you're just saying, I'm going to spend it. I'm just not buying Bentleys and Rolls Royces. I'm buying parking lots. I'm buying it, okay. buying it for people where I can make no investment on the money. Then I don't okay. need to do that because either way, you're draining your bank account. That's not what I want to hear. Well, I'm now, just going to use You want to have a money. good thing to do with the money. And then when they're paying you interest, if you want to go and do parking lots, then that's something totally separate. Well, no, or that's exactly what I want to do, <laughs> is use my money's money to do this, not my mother right. I'm that. not planning on touching really any of that money. So is that okay. what I tell them? That, that's the point you want to get across. This money is staying here. That's all. Okay. I'm going to take my right. other money and do, and do things with it, all right? Other money being the part that's not under contract or the money's money? Being my money's money. So they can okay. continue making all that they can make. And I'm still going to okay. leave it here in the bank until I need it. That's right. All. Okay. That, that makes good sense. That answered that for me. Now I want to ask uh, another one. Um, what about, we had talked about negotiating for others. If, like I have quite a bit more than my grandson and a close friend of mine who we're going to do some things together with. Can I still, since it's based on how I impress them, is it still an option for us to try and negotiate for others? It's always yeah. an option. They let you, I always want to include it in there. I always want to do their negotiating for them if I can get them a higher rate than they would have been able to get with less money. And then everything planned out. So, look, I'm making it easy for everybody so they can just come in here and sign and you can be done. And then okay, I'm going to so advise them on what is, to do with that. Okay, so that's still a good option. Next question, real quick. Um, uh, Ray taught that wonderful seminar on the line of credit. Um, and the last time I was on your call, I asked about how you could go about putting earnest money down on the house because I'm in the Dallas area where, you know, all these expensive houses are going to be, you know, bidding wars after afterwards. So I want to put an earnest money check down immediately. But is that going, do I ask for a line of credit at that initial appointment or do I just ask for a cashier's check? And if so, isn't that going to indicate to them that I'm going to be spending money? <laughs> you know, because the house is like, I don't know, it's expensive. Question, what do you think? Do okay, I, do I, I don't, for it or? I don't. I don't think they're giving out line of credits at the exchange. Okay. okay. They're, they're going to tell you to schedule an appointment at your bank and with your wealth manager and all that afterwards. They will okay. give you a cashier's check, however, you go down there, and then you need to decide if that house can wait or not. If it can wait there after my five-day appointment, they go in, look at everything, I sign my documents, get my line of credit, and then go. Okay. I can personally, and I don't know what Ray taught you guys because you don't teach me nothing. But anyway, uh, I could personally take that $5 million out, take my check, go down there, secure the house I want. I've made my deal, and within the next week, next month, 
my money's money will have recovered that $5 million for me, and I can operate on lines of credit or whatever you want me to do from that point on. But my first thing is I need to get that house where these other 20 people get it. Right. And that's what because I That's why I want. Okay, so uh, it won't be detrimental, or do I just wait till after the contract signed and then say, oh, by the way, I want a cashier's check for $2 million? <laughs> Is that kind of the way that oh, yeah. works? They're not even gonna ask. Yeah, they're not even going to ask you until after you've signed everything. <laughs> okay, that, that works. Okay, uh, huh? quick question for Ray. The foundation hey, wait a what are you getting the $2 million check for? Oh, earnest money. You need two million earnest money? Well, I'm just saying. Dang. I don't what know. What are you trying the to buy? <laughs> the house is four. Oh, look, we're talking about Dallas. This everything's really expensive. So I want a four million dollar house. So whatever, I'm going to check before I go in with the realtor and find out what I need to have to put down and how it's transferred or whatever. Or you okay, know, well, I don't do think you need to put down fifty percent. So you should need that much okay. earnest money. Just to get a contract on the wait, property. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, wait. Now, you may in Dallas, though, because people will outbid you. And say, hey, bid came in after you. I'm just saying. Yeah. I've, I've seen real estate do that before. But, yeah, okay. and, and this Go is ahead. where those big, the big churches are that took the busloads. This is that area. <laughs> So I may put the whole forward. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so anyway. Okay. Another quick question for for Ray then. The foundation you keep referring to as that's just what we want to use to give money to others. Okay. Are you talking about like a five oh one C three? Is is that what exactly. you're talking about? Something? Okay, exactly. so we would set up a charitable foundation so that people could donate like other people with other currencies that maybe don't want to get involved. They could just donate, get a tax write off and then we can give money. But can we set it up so that we oh. give to entities that are not 501c3s from that foundation individuals? You can make specialized grants and scholarships to individuals. Okay. That are not 501c3s. Grants. Okay. That was my deal. I was thinking about grants. And then if I'm set up as a 501c3, then uh, there's a whole slew of people around me that have got currencies. They're older. They don't want to do anything except they just want to maybe help out. So could they then donate to my 501c3 for me to dispense for them? Not for you to dispense for them. For you to well, dispense no, with I mean, charity. they get a yes. write-off for to me, and then I give the money, right? Give the money to who? Not back to them. Well, in grants, in grants, I may give money to a 501c3 church. Though, no, no, okay, no, not back to them. Okay, yes, okay. Okay, so that's the foundation I'm after, 501c3. And I can, you said okay. I could transfer ownership from the monies I leave with the bank into more than one entity. It's yes. like if I leave, let's say I leave 70% and I want 35% to go to this 501c3 and the other uh, 35% going into another trust. I can do that, right? Sure. Good. Okay. 
you have answered my questions beautifully. Thank you so much. And y'all have a great, right. great time. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. All right. Bye. Thank you. 770, you are on. Well, good afternoon, Ray, and good morning, Tony. I have hey, a couple of questions before I go into my spill. I'm doing fine. Thank you. Uh, Tony, this one is for you, and I just want to make sure I understand about the insider trading. And for for that, my understanding is that if somebody is giving you information where they're working um, and there's a transaction that takes place, that's considered the insider trading? Is that correct? If someone because gives you, and I want you guys to Google this so you understand it. If someone gives you a stock tip and say, hey, I hear they're going to announce that um, – General Motors is going out of business, so you better sell all your stock today. And you go in and sell all that, and an hour later, two hours later, General Motors announced, hey, we're going out of business. Then the SEC is going to come and look at you. Why did you sell 5 million shares two hours before this announcement was made? And you made that. Or vice versa. General Motors said, hey, we're going to merge with, with, with Sony Pictures, and their stock is about to triple and you went in and you bought a million dollars worth two hours before the announcement when typically you only buy $50 worth or $100 worth. They're going to look at you and say, why? They're going to look at your phone records and say, did she get a call from somebody? Did she meet somebody in the bar? And, but they'll ask you the question first. And you say, because, you know, Ray told me to do it. He said he heard this information was going to happen. Well, that's going to be insider trading because it's not public information. You're trading information that only insiders know about. Okay, this is so going to happen. This, is... this word is out there as far as the currencies, everything else is out there. So many people know about it. The public does, in fact, know about it. But once you get your money and people are going to offer you things and tell you to do things, that's why I said you're going to have to be careful. Okay, so this is where I'm getting just a little uncertain about. Okay, for instance, the currency that we have, I'm just going to typically say the information was shared on an Intel call, that this is something that's going to happen in the future. If we're saying that, if they ask us, how did you hear about this, and we said it was shared on an Intel call, is that the same thing? Because, no, because you I'm Ray's the, number. It would be all right. I see. You always throw <laughs> Ray under the bus. <laughs> okay, so, so I'm just trying to get that clear because, like, when I bought my currency, a relative told me about it, but she got the information from an Intel call. And that's and okay I just, because, like I said, this has been going around so long now. This is general information. It's public information. There's too many okay. sources it can come from, and nothing has actually happened within five minutes' notice, an hour a week. Okay. This has been years in the making. Okay, great. Okay, Ray, this question is for you regarding that negative interest loan that you uh, did the webinar. So when we or go to ask for the loan, 
um, is it something to just keep in our head that we are trying to get this money because we don't want to touch our money, we want to let our money grow? Or if they ask us, well, why are you asking for a loan and you have this money here that we should say because we want our money to grow and we don't want to touch it? Is that something we should keep to ourselves or let them know? They're not going to ask you that, but if they did, sure. Just tell them. You don't want to spend your money. Oh, okay. You better take out a loan and spend that money because you have your money working. Okay. It's not a Okay, great. a secret or anything, to, but I, I don't think they're going to ask you that question because they'd rather loan you money than have you spend your money anyway. Okay, great. Listen, let me okay, tell so- you something to complicate it a little bit more for you guys so you understand. A bank wants to loan you money, and you say, why? Because you're paying them interest on that money. You're just hoping right now they're paying you more interest on your money, but so you're paying them interest on that money. But if they loan you a hundred thousand or a million, when they write that loan out, you're making a new deposit into the bank. Which means what? That hundred thousand just turned to a million or that million just turned to ten million that they can now loan out again. Fractional banking. You gotta understand that. They want the money to go out, they wanna put it in that account. Because now they've grown immediately, and you're paying interest. You're though I just want to pay one two percent, but they don't care. I just created ten times the money, and everybody else is going to pay the standard interest rates on that money. It's all business. They don't care if you want to buy a car, house, or what. If they do, they're just having conversation. Because if you got a hundred million in the bank and you only want to borrow fifty million. I don't care what you want to do with it. It's secured by this $100 million. Okay. So okay. This is, okay. Thank you for the explanation. This is the last thing. Today is going to be the last time that I want to propose the odd challenge to the callers of TNT. I am the odd challenge lady, proposal lady, I should say. And so I just want to encourage everybody. We got great information on Friday, and we're looking forward to seeing what's going on on Tuesday. But besides that, if you look at everything that gets shared on the call every week, you can make it be great information, whether it's good or bad. Good information, you, we have something to look forward to. If it's information that we really didn't want to hear, well, at least we heard it and we're not looking for something to happen right now. So if it's all in your mind how you want to receive the information that Tony and Ray gives us all the time. So I just want to ask you callers, what does it take to make you want to donate? I mean, you, if you can call Monday, Wednesday, and Friday to hear the good news, why can't you support what you're hearing? The odd challenge, $1 donation, that's all we're asking, but not we. That's all I'm asking. Tony and Ray don't know me from nowhere. I'm just somebody who's been calling in, and they allowed me to make this proposal to the callers. And I thank you, Ray and Tony, for that. So I'm just asking, what does it take to move you with $1 or more? Whatever it is, please do it today. 
Don't wait until the RV happens and then say, okay, what do you need? You know, I'm willing to do it. Do it now when we really have a need for that. And so, again, I said I'd do this to the end of the month. This is the last time that I'm going to propose this, but I don't want this to be the last time about donating to the call. You hear the call. I heard Tony when he said on Friday, listen to what G-Man is saying. That's telling me we're not getting very much of a response. Why, people? Why aren't we responding to something that we are getting blessed with every time we call in? So I thank you, callers, those that have participated, continue to participate. And, Ray and Tony, thank you so much for what you do. Tony, really appreciate how you take time to dissect the information that you're getting so these callers, like myself, can get an understanding, and you have to do it over and over again. Oh, my God. I mean, there's not enough money that would really bless you for what you do. But thank you. It is very much appreciated, Ray. Thank you for the time that you take, all these calls that you do, webinars, seminars. Thank you for that. And with that, thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Nobody. All right. Thank you. We really do appreciate it, everybody. And we have had 15 people donate (laughs) today. But some of them actually donated $1 and said they accepted your challenge, and we appreciate it. And as always, we appreciate what everybody can and can't do. So it's okay. Thank you. Well, thank you for your challenge all month. All right. All right. What's going on? Is it music time? Yes, sir. It's been fun, I know. How we got to run. How could 404 have been hearing the music all last call? I didn't hear none of that. I meant to ask you that on Friday. Because she said she could hear the music. Because I couldn't hear it. Unless there's it was a different just, line. Or something. Volume was a little lower. It was okay. the volume was a little lower, it. but it wasn't All right, guys, bunch of bunch. Oh, some other movie. Yeah, I can hear. Um, all good news. Good news. It was a good news weekend. Um, Iraq's weekend was great. Everything they wanted to happen, in fact, did happen. They're telling us today that they're international. Um, they've met their goals. Basically, um, they're talking about uh, digitizing the lords and arms. They're talking about everybody coming in and being part of the reconstruction. They're talking about the 12 paragraphs being done the 1st of September, which we know is Wednesday, but not the first day, probably the first week or first part of September, completing that process. And I don't think we've been in a better position countrywide for Iraq or for ourselves to get this done than where we're at right now. So let's see what happens. I'm sure we'll get some information this evening. Uh, Bank updates is not tomorrow, but whatever we get, you know, we'll tweet it out, put it in the form, or do a call. That's what we need to do. But we'll get it to you. So with that, do what I'm going to do. Enjoy the rest of your day. Be super fantastic while you're doing it. And share the super fantastic. All right, Ray? All right, that's going to do it for today's segment. Keep believing. We sure do.
This keeps me going On those days when I feel like giving up Fire
Conference recording, press one. This session is no longer being recorded. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is a wrap. We are out of here.